0: Locked On NBA. The biggest stories, the local experts. Every Monday, we dig into the biggest stories across the NBA with the Locked On Podcast Network hosts. Today, we go to Memphis to speak with Sean Coleman of Locked On Grizzlies about Memphis and their aggressive approach to trading and what this means for their outlook for the year. And then we go to Boston to speak with John Corrales of Locked On Celtics about Brad Stevens, him beginning his tenure as GM, and the contract extensions handed out to Marcus Smart and Robert Williams in the last week. It's all coming up. The biggest story. Or he's a local experts on Locked On NBA.
1: You are Locked On NBA, your daily NBA podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: Hello and welcome back to another week of Locked On NBA. I am your Monday host Josh Lloyd. I'm also the host of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball podcast, and I am the lead analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. A little bit of a dead patch, I guess, here for the NBA as we get ready for uh, camps to open in a couple of weeks' time. Free agency has sort of died down. The draft and summer league are in the books. So now it's time to sort of just look ahead to what moves teams have made and and what this means for the upcoming season. So we're going to talk about that with a couple of teams today, Memphis and Boston. So uh, let's get into that. Today's show is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them that Locked On sent you. All right, so let's bring him in. The host of the Locked On Grizzlies podcast, Sean Coleman, is here with me on Locked On NBA. Now, Sean, the Grizzlies have been pretty active in the off-season. In the past, I've been pretty... Um, complimentary of some of their stuff they've done, but it's been a lot happening. First of all, Jonas Valanciunas has traded for Stephen Adams and Eric Bledsoe. Then Eric Bledsoe is traded for Patrick Beverley and Rajon Rondo. Then Patrick Beverley is traded for Juancho Hernan Gomez and Jarrett Culver. And now there's reports coming out that Dylan Brooks might be moving or Kyle Anderson might be moving. Um, They're making moves in the draft to take real... Home run swings mm. with guys like Zaire Williams who probably isn't ready to compete right away. Uh yeah, this is the team that obviously made the playoffs through the play-in format last year. They were, you know, they've got young stars like Jar Morant, Jaron Jackson Jr. who barely played last season. But it seems that the moves they're making now aren't necessarily to get Better, including the, or well not, not to get better right now for this season, including your rumours of Brooks or Anderson moving, moving on. Like, what is the, what is the plan here from Zach Kleinman and the management team?
1: Uh, it's a great question, right? And, and and the thing about it is this: is that. You know the overall idea of the Grizzlies, who as a front office just have consistently made, you know, uh, to put in it put it in baseball terms, they've hit doubles, triples, home runs on, you know, moves you wouldn't expect them to quite often. You haven't seen that much of that this summer, but I do think, in the grand scheme of things, there is some logic with what they're doing. With Jonas Valanciunas and Grayson Allen, for instance, you had two players who likely were not going to have long term futures in Memphis. The Grizzlies weren't going to pay them more than they're making right now, and they. going to be looking to do that especially coming off career years last year you have good young depth in the backcourt you had good young depth in the frontcourt so what did the Grizzlies do they traded both of them as present value for future asset type moves now Those assets that the Grizzlies got back, they're not going to make an immediate impact. Through the Jonas Valanciunas trade, the Grizzlies looked to get young depth at the wing to balance out their roster. Coming into this offseason, you had Dylan Brooks and not much else in terms of pure wings. Now you have Dylan Brooks as your main wing with Zaire Williams and Jarrett Culver, whatever you think of those guys behind Dylan Brooks. There's at least a lot more intriguing future potential at that specific roster position so it comes down to the Grizzlies using present value and expiring contracts moving on from them and getting future assets in terms of players that could help when the Grizzlies are closer to actually you know looking to contend but also future assets for them to use in further moves in the future the immediate benefits are not going to be there like you've seen the Grizzlies do so well here over the past few years but still I do think that the potential in the overall future looks a bit brighter from what the Grizzlies have done
0: So, would you say that if the Grizzlies missed the playoffs this season, it wouldn't be considered necessarily a failure as they are making moves to try and free up cap space for 2022, they're looking at these younger assets, maybe they're looking for a 2022-2023 push rather than, hey, we've got to improve on our 8th spot finish last year?
1: that is correct. And, and and it it's hard to say that, right? Like if you felt that the Grizzlies coming off making the playoffs this year and not making the playoffs in 21-22, that's a failure. That's not a point you can really argue against. I certainly get that. But what the Grizzlies are doing is that they're putting more trust. They're they're putting a bigger bet on the franchise's ability to identify what this roster needs to take the next step forward, and they're also betting on their young guys, the young core members that they have for are, that they have control of years into the future. They're really wanting to see who of those guys steps up, gain more certainty on the young guys that you have. The bigger concern to me next year is Jaron Jackson Jr. staying healthy and and taking the next step in his production. Jaw doing the same thing. Brandon Clark doing the same thing as well, figuring out what you have in Dylan Brooks and Kyle Anderson, and if they, being older members of this team, are truly a part of the timeline. That's why I think it makes sense for the Grizzlies to hold on to them. I think the Grizzlies have moved on from the pieces that they knew were not going to be a part of the future. They've kept the core in place that they want to see develop together, and that's going to be the bigger overall narrative and focus than a win-loss
0: record. People who listen to my, my podcast or follow me on Twitter knows that I'm not the greatest fan of some of the coaching rotation decisions that Taylor Jenkins has made or you know, the, the value of, say, someone like a, a Dylan Brooks. Is there any truth to the thought that maybe Zach Kleinman is you know, moving on from guys like Grayson Allen and potentially you know putting Dylan Brooks' name out there just so that yeah, that Jenkins was then forced to play more Desmond Bain and more De'Anthony Melton in those situations where there were times last year where those guys were taken out of the rotation completely, so that Allen could play 25 minutes and the Brooks could have you know 27% usage and, and take the ball out of other guys' hands. Is there any is there any logic to that reasoning? Because it just feels like these guys who were frustrating me from a distance with the way that they were playing or the minutes they were taking away, guys who I think are actually better. They are. They, Some of them have moved on already. Some of them are are now being rumored to, are they a part of all this as we move forward? Is there any sort of thought behind that? We're just giving fewer options for Jenkins to, uh, to muck around within that backcourt rotation.
1: I think it's fair to look at it that way, but I don't necessarily know if that is a relevant focus of the moves that were made. I think kind of that is part of the overall bigger picture where when it came down to Grayson Allen, DeAnthony Melton and Desmond Bain, you simply had the more talented guys in Bain and Melton, under long-term contracts whereas with Grayson Allen he was an expiring contract and it just it just made sense to move on from him and give more minutes to the more talented players so in essence yes that in, in that way it does answer your question it forces all the minutes at that two guard position to go towards Melton and Bain do I necessarily think it's the it's the front office making it clear to Jenkins that they prefer Bane to Melton I, I don't necessarily know if I would go you know that route with the discussion but I certainly do think that 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 is you know a small part of it but at the end of the day I just think it's the front office and the coaching staff realizing they had the more talented more sensible long-term pieces for this Grizzlies future core already under contract for multiple years and from that it made sense to move on from Grayson and get future assets to restore some of the picks that you've used in previous draft trades
0: In terms of some of the guys coming back in some of these deals, we saw Beverly come back and already be moved on. Rajon Rondo came back from the Clippers. Uh, Is there any update, Sean, as to whether he's actually likely to play for this team?
1: Uh, there's not been any uh, news from the, the Grizzlies. They're still in the process of getting everything finalized. But all indications from, from, from those in the know seem to certainly indicate that Rajon Rondo will not be a member of the Grizzlies. And that's nothing negative. I don't think this is a Iggy-type situation or you know, even a Patrick Beverly-type situation. It's just a recognition that when it comes to Rajon Rondo with where he's at, in his career, the type of role that he probably, you know, performs best in that he probably would like to do that with a team that probably, you know, will get into the playoffs or, you know, has bigger aspirations than the Grizzlies do this year. So while nothing official has been made yet, I don't necessarily know what the trade market is for Ray John Rondo, especially on his contract. I think at the end of the day, you kind of see it being like the Dwight Howard situation when we acquired him in the two th- in the summer of 2019, buying him out, letting him move on to a you know, more advantageous situation for him. So I don't think he's with the Grizzlies this season.
0: Yeah, I think that would make the the most sense to me to, to not have him on the team. We'll, we'll see how that all goes. They've got a few roster decisions to be made. I think they've got about 20 guys under contract at the moment, and I think 17 of those are a guaranteed deal. So a lot of decisions and wheelings and dealings that Memphis could still be uh, going through with Sean. They've already made tons of moves already, probably the most active team in terms of trades, and now more stuff coming up, and there's going to have to be more moves made, so it is going to be a pretty busy uh, pretty off-season for you, and for Zach Kleiman and for the rest of the Grizzlies fans, and uh, thank you for coming on Locked On NBA, and talking about, I guess, the direction of where this franchise sits, and what we're looking at in terms of expectations for this season, and when those moves do go down, Sean, you'll of course have that covered for us all over on Locked On Grizzlies.
1: Josh, thank you so much. Look forward to your great insight when it comes to fantasy basketball. Hopefully, I'll f- win a few leagues listening to you in the f- next coming months.
0: I, uh, I sure hope so, Sean. Thank you for thanks for coming on. Have a blessed one. Sweatblock is the doctor created and doctor recommended product to help you if you are dealing with excessive sweat problems. It works for up to seven days per use, and it gives you the dry shirt guarantee. If Sweatblock doesn't keep you dry; you get your money back. It's a bestseller on Amazon for the past 10 years and now you can get it at a cheaper price by going to sweatblock.com. If you have that problem, and it can be embarrassing, we all know that, of excessive sweating, whether you're at work, you're at home, and there's pools of sweat under your arms. like We all know that it's not a pleasant thing. Sweatblock is the, the Sweatblock wipes. You get those, you put them on at nighttime before you go to bed, wake up the next morning, have a wash, get ready for work, get ready for school, get ready for whatever you're doing, and that's it. You don't worry about it for the next up to seven days. Maybe you have to use it twice a week, but that's it. It keeps you dry under your arms and keeps those embarrassing issues that literally you have no control over uh, it, at bay. But now you do have some control because you can use SweatBlock. It is stronger than most clinical antiperspirants. Again, put it on once a week. That is all you need. So 20% off SweatBlock.com and using the promo code Locked On. That's how you get your hands on it. Or you can get it at Amazon. You can get it at CVS as well. That time of year again, all eyes are turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all of the updated odds, props, and contests, including Online's biggest million dollar NFL mega contest, half million dollar, my apologies, and the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest open now at Bet Online. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. Be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. Make a bet on the Thursday, September 9th season opener between the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up and using the promo code NFL100. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. From football, basketball, boxing, and right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait and take advantage of all of the great offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline are your online sportsbook experts. All right, so let's bring him in now, the man, the host of Locked On Celtics. John Corrales is here with me. John... Brad Stevens uh, I spoke in another show today with uh with Sean Coleman of Lockdown Grizzlies about one team that's been super active in, in trades this offseason. Boston's been the other one. We've spoken already about moves uh, you know to get rid of Kemba Walker and bring in Al Horford to get bring in Josh Richardson and now they're doing some other things actively in this offseason and that is uh, extensions to some of their pe- or some of their pending free agents who were pending free agents. Both Marcus Smart and now Robert Williams have signed contract extensions. Um, We'll start with the Smart one because there was some whispers that maybe there was, I guess, tension between Smart and Stevens and perhaps Marcus could be on the way out. But then uh, that sort of all got turned on its head with a a big extension for Marcus Smart. Do you think that that is a a good value deal? Is it a blow market deal for Smart? We know how much of the heart and soul he is of this Celtics team. How are you feeling about that extension?
2: I think it's about right on the money. <clears throat> Pardon the pun. It's 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 a very, I think, fair uh, number to start at at 17. And, and by the time it gets up to over 20, we're talking about, uh, I believe, the first year of the new TV deal. So as as the salary cap continues to increase, I think we're going to see that the, the numbers that used to be and used to feel like really big, like, wow, I can't believe they're paying this much for Marcus Smart. I think you're going to see that that's going to be about right for his level of production. So I think it, it, it does two things. It locks up and, and takes away some of the potential uncomfortable uh, situation where Smart was going to be a free agent, and there was all this talk about Bradley Beal and, or another third star coming in. And it, it allows Marcus Smart to say, look, I've got my money. I, I can assume that I'm here long term. But on the other side, Brad Stevens can say, if for some reason it doesn't work out, You have the ability to trade him because this contract is still in the tradable uh, contract uh, area.
0: Yeah, look, I think it's a totally fine uh, contract. Smart, we know, is an all-NBA, all-defensive level uh, defender. Um, His ability as an offensive player is, I think, always severely underrated. I think he's, you know, we have that issue of, oh, Marcus Smart. look how bad the shooting is, but as a three-point shooter, he's actually pretty good. He's improved his free-throw shooting. And, John, I would assume that he is going to be the starting point guard for this team on opening night. There was, I guess, some... Uh, consternation or concern, or not, not even a concern, that they would put uh, a new acquisition Dennis Schroeder into that position, but it does appear that Smart is going to be given that first opportunity to be the starting point guard. Which um, maybe you'll disagree with this. I'm not sure, but whenever I watch Boston and Marcus Smart is the point guard, that is when you get the best out of Marcus Smart.
2: I, I 100% agree with that. Actually, I've been I've been kind of you know banging that drum on the Lockdown Celtics podcast all off season that Marcus Smart. Can be, should be, is the starting uh, starting point guard for the the Celtics this season. Look, it, there are a couple of reasons here. First of all, if you took, talk about Schroeder, it's a one-year deal. That's a temporary situation. And bringing him off the bench makes much more sense. It allows him to play with more bench units and get his time to shine without having to defer to Tatum and Brown every chance he gets. So I think getting Schroeder his minutes off the bench, just it, it's something that both sides – Would want and as far as Marcus Smart goes, him as the starting point guard does uh, eliminate that that fear that a lot of people have about him jacking up shots because the first thing that a point guard does is give the ball up generally when he's running the team and then when Marcus Smart catches the ball later in the offense, first of all there have probably been a few defensive rotations he's probably spotting up in the corner where he has actually shot well in the past and I, I just think it. The, the defined role, which Marcus Smart really hasn't had. He you know Kemba's been the starter, Kyrie's been the starter, Smart's been plugged in as the two as a, a you know the injury replacement for Tatum for Brown. He, he's been all over the place. So a, a regular role for him is actually going to be very
0: helpful. The other extension that uh, happened in the last few days is Robert Williams, who was going to be heading into restricted free agencies, a, a rookie-scale extension. Pretty interesting considering guys like yeah, DeAndre Ayton, um, McCall Bridges in Phoenix, these guys haven't got their rookie extension yet. Williams, a player that really hasn't played a huge amount. John hasn't started many games, has had plenty of injury concerns over his career, uh, but he's locked in now. Um what, this show of is this the show of faith from Brad Stevens? I, I believe it is. Is this what that is? It's like yeah. Rob? Rob, we believe in you. You are going to be our starter or starter adjacent type center. You and Al will split the minutes, and then as we move forward, you know, this is your job. We believe in you. Is that is that what this this sort of extension is? Because it's not a a huge amount of money, but as you said and you mentioned it before really well about the increase in the salary cap, is they there could be a starting center playing twenty eight minutes a night in three years, getting paid absolutely nothing on this contract, and I think that is and that's something I think team should do more is like we expect this guy to get to this level rather than paying for what you've already done pay what you ex- we expect you to do you get a discount right. on that usually at the back end and that's exactly what this feels like to me
2: yeah it's it's a commitment and it's also so i think an acknowledgement by brad stevens that the the injuries that have hampered robert williams in the past aren't that much of a concern moving forward you know, brad stevens as the former head coach had as intimate knowledge of those injuries what they were the severity of those what they might be moving forward. And yet here he is committing to four years of uh, Robert Williams and also a tradable contract, but it's not tradable if the guy is broken. So he, he clearly has faith that Robert can come back, be healthy. He hasn't started a lot, but those games that he did start, especially late this past season, he has shown that you can really run an offense through him. You can give it to him in the high post and run dribble handoffs Run, run actions through him. He's a tremendous passer. And that really has helped the Celtics. And when you look at the stated goal of what complements Tatum and Brown, a guy like that who can not only find them, if he's on the roll and a pick and roll with Marcus Smart, Smart can find him. He can find somebody else if the defense collapses because he's such a vertical threat when he's rolling to the rim that defenses are going to instinctively collapse. He can then turn and find the guy's the shooters the scorers in positions to catch the ball shoot or make them their next move
0: yeah, it is going to be really interesting to see how that all plays out with with this these rotations and Horford returning to Boston we're going to be really uh really intrigued I guess to see how uh how new coach Imu Yudoka can uh, can run that how Brad Stevens runs that front office as well do you think that's that's it for Boston is there any moves that Stevens has still got to uh, to come
2: there there are probably moves around the fringes they 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 are over the tax, and they are uh, one spot over the the maximum. They have sixteen under contract, so it, it might involve just Jabari Parker moving moving out, getting getting waived. Uh, move Chris Dunn, Carson Edwards to get under the cap, so or under the tax. So th- those are the types of moves that I, I expect to be to be next. I think they're pretty much done with the heavy lifting.
0: Yeah, I'd say that would be the case for nearly every team in the NBA at this point. And there's not not much that's going to be going on. I wouldn't have thought in terms of uh, in terms of big moves, John. If anything does happen though, and as you get ready to preview the upcoming season, you'll have it covered for us all over on Locked On Celtics. So thank you for coming on Locked On NBA with me and speaking about some of these moves that Stevens has made in the last uh, in the last week or so. Uh, really appreciate it.
2: My pleasure, anytime,
0: man. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts that you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you could need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck and write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so that they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. And that will do it for another episode of Locked On NBA. Make sure you are following this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. And you can also find Locked On NBA and many of our other Locked On shows over on YouTube. So subscribe to your favorite show. In fact, inscribe, subscribe to all of them. Leave comments, give thumbs up, all that stuff over on YouTube. You can find me on Twitter at RedRock_Bball underscore Beeble as well. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.